Welcome to another episode of Big Eagle Media. Got a special guest called by the name of RV. How are you today, bro? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Not bad, not bad. We had a football match today, got cancelled. Waterlog pitch. Yeah. Now it is, but you, you play football? I used to. Any good? I thought I, thought I was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, we'll go from the beginning. So, RV, where are you from? Where are your parents from? Where did you grow up? I'm from Tottenham. Both my parents are from Jamaica. I was born here. Yeah. Well, not both of them, but... And I grew up in Tottenham, so okay, from all your life, basically, my whole life. I, I was born in Tottenham. Yeah. So early sort of upbringing. What was you into? What was the thing? Um, I was into music and I was into football. Yeah. But when I say into, it was more like a hobby. Yeah. It wasn't like a passion, like a deep mm. passion. It was just I enjoyed listening to rap music, hip hop, yeah. and I enjoyed playing football. But I didn't see either of them as a career or something that I wanted to get into, the something that I just enjoyed doing. Did, did, did you have a thinking of a career? Because sometimes people say, I want to be an actor, you know? I want to be... I never had a career. I just always knew that I wanted to um, be the boss. Yeah. Like, I always said I wanted to run my own business, mm. but I wasn't sure, like, what the business would be. But yeah. I just, like, always had a problem with... I wouldn't say with authority, but, like, having to, like, answer to people. And that's yeah. why I just wanted... If I own my own business and mm. I was my own boss, then... I had more control rather than having to wake up and answer to somebody and get into the office and yeah. do, 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 you know what I'm saying? That was the main, my main thing, like my main drive. Mm. So in regards to, I guess, I always ask people this all the time, in, in the household, was it both your parents together? Both my parents until I was like 11. 11. 11, yeah, around them ages. What do you find the difference was in having both parents and the difference into when you, both parents were separate? Um. I would say it was more or less the same because of the age I was at. Like, I felt like I was older than I was at the time. Yeah. And obviously, when my parents split up, I still saw both of them more or less equal time. So yeah. it wasn't a major, mm. major difference for me anyway. So how was you in school in terms of academically? Academically, I was good. Mm. I was good. Like I got good grades, and had. I focus even more, like, who knows, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, I've always been intelligent, I've always had good grades. But behaviour-wise? Behaviour-wise, not so much. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't bad, you know those bad kids that used mm. to like, I don't know, throw chairs at teachers and yeah. stuff like that? I wasn't like that, I was more just naughty, like, mm. talking and arguing back and running jokes and just disobedience, like. What, what would you say the main difference was between primary school and secondary school? Um, in terms of what? Just in regards to, I guess, in sec primary school, you, you're kind of still innocent. So did you yeah, see yeah. you going to secondary school, it opened your eyes to everything? Or were you still quite, still a little bit more reclusive as you'd be? Originally, when you get to year seven, you're not so old. What age, I guess, would you say you started changing? Um, I would say probably like year nine. Year nine? Year nine is probably like when I started like being out here. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What was the pool? Um, just culture, really. Mm. What I grew up around, things that I would see in, and just like influences for this type of stuff that I was into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. When do you remember the first time you ever got arrested? First time I got arrested, I was, I was about 11 or 12. Okay, right. That young? Yeah, seven. But for something dumb, though, yeah. it wasn't like 
I was on my way home from school, mm. and I was in my bedroom at the bus stop. I was play fighting, and I swung him into a shop window. Yeah. Broke the shop window. Okay. Obviously, you tried to bust out, and then when I got nicked, they tried to say criminal damage, we was trying to enter and rub the shop or whatever, mm. but charges got dropped. But that was the first time like, I actually got arrested. Were you scared when the police came? Honestly, scared. It was it was unmarked officers. Yeah. So I thought it was like a citizen's arresting. Okay, okay. So I was about to... Mm. Until I saw the radio, you know what I'm saying? But I was innocent anyway, so... And what, what, even just having the police there for the first time, what's mum saying? Well, my mum knew that. Them times, yeah, seven, I was I was just a little kid, you mm. know what I'm saying? I wasn't really out there, really doing anything, so must have been a mistake. So she was more, like, concerned for my safety rather yeah. than thinking, oh, what did I do? You know what I'm saying? I didn't really get nicked that much, you know? Mm, okay. I didn't really get nicked. I was out here doing stuff, and then I just ended up in jail. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't getting nicked all the time. I think yeah. I got like nicked twice for like dumb stuff before I actually got nicked for something. Yeah. And so, when did you find? When did you first get sent to jail? How old was you? Just turned eighteen. Just turned eighteen. Um, forgive me if I got it wrong. So obviously, I've been trying to do my research and everything. Uh, at that time, you was kind of what, from what I'm told, like you was kind of nicked up rapping wise. Yeah. And you was making music, and you were kind of meant to be the next great big thing, and then you got you got yeah, caught with yeah. charges. Was that that time? Yeah, yeah. Can you say what the charge was or? Um, GBH. And how long did you get? Seven years. Seven years. So, going to prison for the first time, how was it for you? Um, I was a bit mad. It was around the same times as riots, mm. and I had two cases, and I had a lot of codies. Okay. So there was a lot of my bedrooms was in jail, and mm. I feel like that kind of helped in a way. Mm. But then again, a lot of man's pagans were in jail at the same time. Mm. So it was getting cracking a lot. And mm. I'm thinking, right, like, just what Joe's like, just how it's going to be. Mm. But um, yeah, like I would say, I don't know what the right word is to use, but I'll say like, I'm grateful that I went at the time I did with the people that I did rather yeah. than just being thrown in there by myself. Like, mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Cause when you go there and you're all by yourself, I seen when I went to ISIS, yeah, yeah, people yeah. can target you because you're the only person there, kind of thing. But would you say the f when you first went in there, did you feel like, oh, I need to change my life and I get, or was it quite exciting? Because when we're young, we're still quite excited about it. In all, all honesty, I would say it took like 18 months into my sentence for me to be like, this is long. Because yeah. I was young, I was gassed. Mm. Name was popping, like man was banging out. Obviously, the rows are hearing about what I'm getting up to in jail, mm. and it's just, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I was just, just like, whatever, I'm out here. But mm. then it started getting tiring, started getting long. And I'm like, all right, cool. When I do get out, what am I going to be on? The same stuff that got me in there mm. and end up back in there. Then that's when I started thinking, like, yo, this is long. Because I got a seven. Mm. If I got anything less than a 42, I reckon I would have came back out on the same, mm. the same stuff. Because when it got to like 18 months, two years, that's when I started thinking like, cool, yeah. this is long. And you know would, you, would you would you writing bars while you were in there again? Or you just um, thought... Nah, I thought I thought I was done. Like, after seven years, I can... Mm. I'm not going to come out after. I got extra days as well. So I ended up doing like almost a four, basically a four. Okay. So I'm thinking, I'm done now. I went in when I was 18, coming out, turning 22. Mm. I didn't feel like there was anything to pick up from mm. until I actually came up. 
Yeah, in regards to, I guess, just jump on the music quickly. When was it that you actually got into music? When did you start writing bars yourself? Um, probably from when I was like 11. Yeah. Young, grime days. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You used to speak grime at the time. Yeah, I used to speak grime at the time. I think my dad bought me my first mic. My dad used to play music. And I think he gave me one of his old mixes and I had a little studio set up in my room. Okay. And like my neighbour used to come over, my bedroom from down the road used to come over, I managed to, used to do little grime songs mm. and that. But like I said, it was just a hobby. I never like took it seriously, like, yo, I wanna be a rapper or grime artist or whatever. Yeah. I just you know what I'm saying? So, and I was just into I used to listen to a lot of music, so I started to make my own. Yeah. In regards to just um who was your influences then in terms of Grandma, was Skepton them out at that time? Yeah, Skepton from... was out at that time. Them dams, it was like Scorcher, Bashy, Big H, Criminal, mm. them dams, like Chip, you know what I'm saying? All those sort of people. And how did the name RV come about? The name RV came later on in life. Mm. Like, my friend that died, Revenge, like, he told me, like, he was only a year older than me, no. but he was like, yo, like, you're a young Rev. Mm. But like, I laughed it off. I'm like, you're only a year older than me. But he's like, yo, if I die, I'll go to jail. You have to carry on the name. But then mm. I didn't know he was going to die so soon. Yeah. Like, after he told me that, probably like less than a year, he died. And I was like, raw. So then I like took the name and carried it on since then. Mm. So when did you kind of make the transition from, was it because Graham was kind of dying? Mm. You started doing the, the, the rap thing in the beginning, or was it just going with what is going on it's in the Literally, just a age thing. Yeah. So, Grime was. I was into Grime when I was like 11, 12, 13. When the man started coming out here and doing certain things, I was listening to different music. I was listening mm. to American rap, like 50 Cent, Cameron, Cassidy, and all of that. Mm. And then that was like the um, UK overstood Rhapsody era. Yeah. Right. So then started making the UK rap. Mm. Okay, so when then did you do the transition to drill? Was it because that was sort of the sound that everyone was making now as well? Because you're more associated with drill now than you yeah. are with thinking, road rap, basically. Because I went drill, start of 012, yeah. and I was making rap them time. There was no drill. Mm. Drill come out whilst I was in drill, so I came out to drill. Mm. When I first come out, I was still rapping. Like the first project me and Heady dropped, Sticks and Stones, probably like one drill song in there. It's more mm. like rap and... Remember when people used to jump on like rhythms, like yeah. bashment rhythms and stuff mm. like that? It was like more more that than anything. Mm. But then drill was popping off at the time. So we just jumped in a drill thing and then it just started getting mad. Mm. And then just took it from there. And at that time you guys were kind of seen as a duo. Was it something you guys were conscious of? Like Heady and RV were, were a duo kind of thing? Or was it just natural because you guys are friends? Had, yeah, we'll ask, we'll ask that and I'll ask you how you guys met mm. after yeah. Well, it is, it's like, when I came out, I think he went in. Mm. And then I was out after like doing four years, just trying to like sort my life out and get back and do, do. But then he sat me, he's like, yo, like, I'm trying to do the music thing properly when I come out. So like, just keep the buzz going, like, do mm. your thing out there. So then that's when I started doing my thing as RV. Mm drill or I was doing a solo thing and then when he came out that's when we were doing everything together yeah and saying? did you ever think at the time like because you said it was a head is cool you said I'm trying to take it seriously 
at that time, do you think you guys want to reach the heights that you reach now? Or, you know, I'm going to try it as a hobby and see where it goes. Or did you guys really know that, yeah? Nah, literally, we were just trying to think. Mm. We were just trying to think. And then we didn't even know the jolting was going to go mad as it did for both of us. No. Then it just started getting off. And then one thing led to another. And then obviously we're here now. Mm. I'll say for me, when I first heard of you guys properly, because... Obviously, I came out of jail 2015, so I was just I was just trying to keep my head down. I was just trying to get to listen to the music. So, 018, I'm on my first holiday after license, and No Better comes on. Mm. And that's when I was like, rough, this tune slaps. When you guys actually made No Better, let's forget the controversy that comes all around with it, but when you guys made No Better, did you know it would have been the smash hit it was, or was it just a thing like, you know what, let's diss people? No, man knew. It was going to be a hit when we left the studio. Because mm. we left the studio and we're driving back. We left the studio late, like early hours in the morning. Mm. It was on the M25. The studio was in like Archbridge. We were driving back to the ends. It was on M25, playing it in the car. But then like no one knows it's on the motorway. We're just ripping down the motorway mm. and playing the song on repeat. It was like, nah, wheel it, wheel it, wheel it. This <laughs> tune is hard. This tune mm. is hard. Like, that's when I knew like, the tune was hard. Obviously, we didn't know it was going to go as mad as it did. Yeah. But... Like, we knew that the song was hard. Where do you rank that in terms of the best drill songs ever made in the UK? Where do you rank that? Um, it's definitely up there. Mm. For one, the song by itself, and two, the culture of drill and like the nature and the story behind the song, you yeah. put it all together, like, mm. you can't leave that out of conversation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to touch too much on the controversy, but obviously that stems back from the video of. Heady yeah. in the uh, what do you call it when you kind of watch that video for me, he's kind of done something that I probably would have done to get myself out there, kind of thing. Is it a thing that where you kind of feel it for your friend, like nah, man, why are they trying to violate, or is it a thing that you, you're, you're looking at it with he's done the right thing? And could it could it have been left like that if that makes sense? Um, two things I'll say in that situation, obviously, it wasn't me in that situation, yeah. so. Anything that happened after, I just said, I'm on whatever you're on. Mm. In the actual situation that happened, he made the best decision that he could have made in that decision. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because me being me or anybody else being in that situation could have took a different route yeah. and still been in jail mm. from that day for doing something mad on that day. Yeah. And they would have missed out on everything that's happened in between. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I guess from the back of that and I've done a video I don't know if you guys ever saw the video and what I said about kind of OFB was everyone gets bought on yeah. everyone you bring, everyone gets bought and I think more and more people are trying to do that now yeah. but you guys were kind of the, the first like you know what we're not leaving anyone behind the youngest you guys jump on run with the OFB name yeah, as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. once you put someone it could be a guy called let's call a video guy Anad <laughs> Anad OFB put that up people are going to want to listen to it because yeah, yeah, yeah. was you guys conscious of you know we have to bring the hood with us with this or was this like you know what people are reaching out yeah we want to jump on this music too literally it's a, it's a bit of both mm. because obviously we're still, we're still trying to pattern ourselves and yeah. do our thing but it's like yo this is what's going on this is the machine everybody let's go we can all eat like it wasn't mm. a bringing thing it's like yo you see what we're doing you want to do the same thing, mm. let's, let's all go. Like, it's a team effort. If we're all pushing, it makes more sense than just two people. Mm. It don't make sense, like, 
two people blowing and then trying to bring everyone. Yeah. Everyone could do their own thing. Like, everyone yeah. can still, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what it was more time. And, and, and that's the thing. And I think that's what's so important because like, a lot of people think that, oh, you have to bring people in. Mm. It's not you guys lay the blueprint and say, look, we've done this. You man just follow, slap the OFB name on it and you can create your own kind of buzz. Yeah, yeah. So let's say there's a 15-year-old, 16-year-old right now, lives in Boardwater Farm. I mean, I was in my Bob's tabber. I used to drive over there to go and deliver my food. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't stay in there for more than, I was like, they might think I'm the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, let's say there's a 15, 16-year-old in Boardwater Farm now. Not really, let's say, on the road thing and say, you know what? Yeah, I just want to make music. I want to put OFB in my name. Is he allowed to? Is he just fill out like a form, application? How would it work for him? Right, no one's really the gatekeeper mm. of OFB. Just like everything should just be authentic. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, just because you know the man them or you live on a block or whatever, don't mean that you can just use the name. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You still have to be like OFB. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, without without going too deep into yeah. it. No, hey. so. Just looking at kind of like career-wise, right? So you guys, you and, and Hedy both come in. You, you went back to jail again, didn't you? So that was after the, the what do you call it? No better. Yeah. No better. So what, what was the charge at the time? Or was it the just arrest at the time? Um, the arrest, the charges were mad. But I just feel like at that time, police were just onto the man. Yeah. And they just wanted to interfere with people's lives. Like the evidence, all the, basically, Everything they arrested me for, all the charges got dropped. Mm. But they knew that I was on license, so they knew like what was gonna happen anyway. Mm. So I ended up getting recalled, and obviously when they arrested me, I had a knife on me. Okay. But then all the charges I was arrested for, or wanted for, it all got dropped. Mm. How long did you do that time? I did a year. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. At that point, do you think that stalled your career? Because you guys just had that, that hit, no yeah, better. A thousand percent. And then if you see now that from the back of that head, you kept that momentum yeah, and then yeah. you didn't. So you think that kind of stalled your career? Yeah, no, a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. And how, how do you kind of rectify that Is in terms of you just need to be more consistent now? How does it work with you now? Um, you, just, you can't dwell on it. Mm. You can't dwell on the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and oh, what if or whatever, I just like, yo, like, you just got to be thankful that I still, when I came out after the year, mm. I still had another opportunity because it's like my second opportunity now. Yeah. I went there the first time, I came out, then I went there again and I came out like this, I've still got another opportunity. Mm. So it's like, yo, man just needs to capitalise. But then I feel like I came out all night in, yeah. dropped Jones and Trappers 2, dropped Savage, and then I was back. Mm. Then I was getting into 2020, I had plans and then COVID hit. Mm. So then it's just like, I'm just waiting for a time where I can get a clean run. Like. Yeah. So just in regards to that music, because I was talking to earlier other people, right? And I put up a post earlier about sort of the sounds of the UK. Do you see yourself continuing to do joke? Cause I, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to see a bit of a slight push. People are starting to go back into road rap. Yeah. Do you see that happening and do you see you transitioning or trying to stick on the drill lane for now? No, like my last project was, wasn't was just drill. Yeah. There was like other things on there and I, I literally just come from the studio just now and I'm trying to, trying to do, I'm just trying to make music, mm. not necessarily just drill or road rap or whatever, I'm just trying to make music, yeah. whatever like sounds good to me and works for me, that's what I'm trying to do. But like, I would like the old drill essence to come back. But I understand like the nature of the music and mm. 
the media and everything. But if the old drill came back and there was a, like a window or a market for it, I'd be happy to just. Mm. I was gonna say, do that. you think there's a market for? Because if you look at, for example, what Rust does, for for example, right, or Central C, it's like more kind of the drill that's more marketable that will get you the checks. Yeah. So in terms of doing the old kind of drill, would that just be for a personal kind of hobby or is it to be to try to make something out Because I doubt they really want to give people money for doing that that's old style of drill. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the fans want that. People want to make that. But then it's a career at the end of the day and mm. people got families to feed think houses to buy things to do mm. you know what i'm saying so naturally people gravitate towards what's popping and the check yeah. but then like the essence if we're talking about the music and the culture like what people actually bought into mm. when drill first started coming it's like everybody's left that behind now mm. do you know what i'm saying and i would like for that to come back and a lot of fans told me like they want that to come back but mm. it's like what's like you said the checks yeah. what's paying the bills you know what I'm saying I would like to make that I would make that music all day long yeah. if it was paying my bills though mm. if it's not paying my bills then what can I really do I can only do it to a certain extent you know what I'm saying because cool. that's that's me like this is me I'm a I'm a, I'm an artist or a rapper now mm. so money if I make you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. that's the best way I can I could say it so yeah. So what can we kind of expect in terms of the late new projects coming? Is it something that's going to be more sort of marketable? That we're trying to say. Are, we gonna, are you going to get like an Afro swing sound on it? Are you going to get like a on well, my new product singers on it? My new product. I'm doing two sides. Okay. Anyone that rocks with me and knows all my like, I'm I'm more of a project person than a mm. singles. Like I drop mixtapes and products. Yeah. So like anybody that rocks with me will know like. My next project's gonna have two sides, basically Bally on and Bally off. Mm. I'll say the Bally side is gonna be like a Savage part two, and the other side will be a Freshman Tottenham part two. Yeah. So, like, there'll be something for everyone. If you want that old drill, you're gonna get that. If you want the new drill, you're gonna get that. If you want the, my old. But people tell me, like, yo, I've been listening to you since 010. I wanna mm. hear that rap stuff back. I'm bringing that back as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm trying to do everything on this project here. So you said something there, Fresh Prince of Tottenham, and earlier on you talked about, I guess, pagans in... in J- Me, I'm 35 now, right? Mm. And I remember when I was doing whatever I was doing on road, we never got along with the Ghetto Boys from Lewisham. We never got along with the Brixton Boys. And no one can tell me the reasons why I didn't like those guys. We yeah. were just sort of told we don't fuck with them. Is that kind of similar what was told to you guys when you were growing up? Or was it something that had happened personally that made yeah, you... Nah, me, I've never inherited any beef. I've never had a man tell me like, yo, we're beefing. Most of the people that... I want to say I've got beef personally. Most of the people that demand and beef, we used to be friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? At one point. Yeah. Whether it's the Tottenham beef or the man's actual pagans, some of us, we used to be friends. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But just things happen down the line and it's like, pick a side, you know what I'm saying? And then it's ended up being whatever it is. This is wishful thinking peacemaker Bobby here. Can there ever be a resolution where it's like, you know what? Things have happened in, in, in life and you know, we're older now. I see you guys see me, let's just move on in life. Can, it, can, that, can that be something for you? 
or is it too? Or is it too? This is too entrenched that it's hard to tell, kind of thing. For me, mm. um, I could say like probably like ninety percent yes. Mm. There was a point where I used to think it's never ever gonna be dead. Mm. Then where life has gone, the way life has gone, people that I was onto at one point just got birded. Mm. I don't care about that no more. That's that's your story. Mm. My story's here. I see I know where I'm going. So like things don't matter as much anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like um in my whole life I could say I've probably been violated like once or twice. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I've been moved to bad times where like mm. I'm holding grudges against people. Like I was mainly the aggressor, so mm. it would be easy for me to say, do you know what? I'm, I don't really care. Mm. But then again, it's like, I don't know how other people are feeling. You know what I'm saying? If I've moved to somebody, I could say, oh, I don't care about that no more. It's dead. He might hold that forever. Mm. So I could say, it's easy for me to say, do you know what? I don't care about that. Mm. But then it's like, I could be like, I'm a, I'm a rapper now, I'm doing my thing, I don't care about ops no more. But then I've did things to people. So it's easy for me to say, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Because I, I had A1 from a 9 on an interview last year here. And he said something, because he's kind of proud kind of, of what the OFB kind of done. He looks at it like, right, people, that's people from my ends kind of thing. And he said, I'm sure I got this right, he said that he would do a tune with OFB, if the bag was right. Mm. Do you see yourself ever doing a tune with someone that you traditionally don't get along if the bag was right? No. Not at all? That's basically like selling your soul. Yeah. That's not make no sense. There's so many rappers, like, you can make songs with anybody. Like, man's not gonna... So if a man violated your mum and then and said, yo, let's make a song, but I'll, I'll pay you this much, mm. you're gonna be like, yeah, cool. Forget about the violation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It could be it could be a thing where you know what? It's not beef like that no more, but we're not gonna be friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna there's like you've got to have morals in life. No. You know what I'm saying? Man's not gonna like forget everything for money. No. But I think that's a bit crazy. No. Obviously, on the bring up the incident which happened a couple of months ago mm. where you was um attacked kind of thing. Yeah. And I saw that and I saw you sort of put out a tweet and like I said, I don't know you personally, but I felt compelled to say, reach out and say, you know what? Don't watch that. We all take L's in life. So people laugh a couple of hours later, a couple of days later, people move on from that. I mean, after it's kind of happened, did you kind of feel rage within you? Is it, was it something to say, no, it's get back time? Or did you have to kind of be composed? I had to be composed, but the weird, weird thing is, yeah, I wasn't as angry as about the situation as I thought I would be or as I would have been a couple of years ago because mm. I've like I've had a lot of personal growth. Do you know what I'm saying? Like and I feel like I learned a lot from the no better situation, acting off a mood and mm. sparing the moment thing, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like life is a funny thing. Like yeah, life is a funny thing and there's no there's no time limit on certain things. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, cool, whatever happened, happened. It's how man deal with it going forward. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? 
And I would, I don't, advice I would give is like, obviously you feel how you feel. But the advice I give, you're still alive. You got all your faculties about you. You're still gonna make your music. And and that incident's got left in 2021. Yeah. You're moving on now. So then I think that where you should even put yourself in any headspace to even. Although yes, I brought it up today, which I, I guess I would. Wouldn't put your headspace even to even think about that no more. You know what? Mm. We're moving on to 2022, and you're still going to try and make money. So, but do you, do you do you find it difficult sometimes to feel to deal with the trolls? Because the trolls are the one who kind of instigate things a bit more. Yeah, nah, man. The trolls like I can never get drawn out by anybody that don't know nothing about the life that man has lived. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like for example, like. I don't know everything about your background, but you reached out to me and I know like where you're from, whatever. Mm. Anyone that's been around me or been from a certain, lived a certain life, shouting me on a separate thing like, yo, don't get drawn out, don't get drawn out. Mm. It's just these little guys that don't know nothing about the roads, or where to get back, or like, where you want, like, these men don't know nothing about the roads. Mm. Man that live in yards where they have to drive 45 minutes to go to the local shop, there's no ends, no blocks around them trying mm. to tell me about the roads, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. And the internet, I don't care about the internet. No. I've never seeked validation. I know what I'm on. People around me know what I'm on. Mm. So that's what matters, you know what I'm saying? I was like, just talking about trolls, would you say you're a bit of a troll yourself? No, nah, I'm just banter, innit? Mm. I wouldn't say I'm a... There's, there's trolls mm. and there's trolls. Mm. Like, man will have a laugh and a banter online but I'm still like I'm a serious guy in real life. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like the internet is not how I would like it to be. People use it for different reasons and use it in different ways. Mm. So it's like sometimes you just gotta go along with it because it is where it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I was gonna say there, there was one which I thought was funny, and I thought, but <laughs> you're either you're trying to antagonize or I think you're listening to the NSG song. Yeah. Tion's part yeah. come up, you're like, shut up. Is that something that was kind of clear because you knew that would cause a little bit of a stir kind of thing, a bit of banter? Yeah, it, that's just that's just my character. Yeah. Like, like the man would tell me, like, oh, you're dumb, like, why doesn't he do mm. stuff like that? That's my character, mm. like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just banter. On, on a separate note, though, did you enjoy the verse at all or not at all? Um, no, that's a good tune still. <laughs> it's a good tune still. I hear that, I hear that. So, um, I'm a, I'm a celebrity just came on recently. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Enjoyed it? Yeah. Oh, I've been watching that for years. Yeah. Was there something special about this year's one? Um, the first one I watched in the castle. It's normally, <laughs> it's normally in the jungle still. I hear you, I hear you. Well, as long as you enjoyed it, yeah. we enjoyed it. Everything good there? Oof. No? I wasn't in number seven, yeah. It's good I don't really watch TV too tough though. I hear you, I hear you. We, we move on from that. We move on from that. So, what in 2022 is going to be different with RV? Um, I want to say my work rate. Mm. Because 019, I came out, I was hungry. Like, I just missed 018. I missed, like, when I, when I went to jail for the Nobel, I think I missed loads of shows, loads of festivals and everything. And I come out 019, I was hungry. Mm. But also, when I went to jail 018, my son was born. Mm. So, like, during lockdown and quarantine and COVID, I was spending a lot of time with my son. Then it become a thing where, like, I've never had a chance to live, like, a normal life. 
as either being on the road, just living a certain life, or I've been in jail, or I've been doing rapper life, like, I've been trying to just, just live normal life, like, mm. on a civilian thing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But now I feel like, I need to get back to work now, so, mm. this year, I'm trying to get back to work, so. I mean, how, how has fatherhood changed you? It's a lot, like, you have to think about somebody else in everything you do. You have to think about somebody else. All the decisions you make, you have to take somebody else into consideration as well. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot still, but like, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. Would you say that's your proudest moment in life? Becoming a father? Um, yeah. When I, when I look at my son, yeah. Mm. Yeah. When, when you kind of, I mean, your son's what, three, four years old now, right? Yeah, it's four yeah. in April. It's four in April. So, what kind of advice would you give him that you would say that you didn't get now? Because you've lived that life now, you yes. lived that experience now. So, what signs would you look at for him to say, you know what? Would you show him and tell him all about what you've been through in your life, or would you try to guard him away from all of that? I would try to guard him away from that. And. It's just like the type of life that I want to give him and show him, that's not even going to mean anything to him. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's easy for people to get influenced and it all depends on what you're into, really. You know what I'm saying? Mm. For people that are not into a certain culture or whatever, like they're oblivious to it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Some people might hear a drill song and they might just like the song, but they don't know nothing about what people are talking about in the song or what those people are on or whatever. But there's some people that are in the culture and then they care about who's beefing who and do, 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 do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you show, I'm trying to show him a different side of life where that's, he's oblivious to all yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. So there's been a few debates lately in regards to who's the best rapper, who's the best... Like, you can only pick three artists, no one from OFB, mm. that you think are the coldest in the UK. Who are those three? Artists? Mm. Whether it be rap, whether it be drill. Um, I don't know, you know, I've never actually sat down and thought about that. You never thought about your top, really... top artists? Me personally, in my own time, I listen to American music more okay. time, like majority. Like when I listen to UK music, because I have a demand them, or I'm just hearing what everyone else is doing. Mm. I don't bang. I feel like the only UK artist that I probably like will put on and, and bang out is K Trap. Okay. More time, I'm listening to like Future, Young Thug, Twenty One Savage, and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't really listen to the UK music. I'll hear like if Dave drops, I'm gonna listen to it. Mm. Chip drops, anyone drops, I'm gonna listen to it, but yeah. I don't bang it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll bang out the mandem, but other than that, it's mainly American. Is there any sort of formula within you to do wave sort of music? Because they do the future and all that. Yeah. Is there anything that you might want to jump and start giving some vocals or? Yeah, no, 100%. I'm down, I'm down for anything. Like I said, like you asked me, oh, you're just doing the drill to whatever. I'm on anything that sounds good, anything mm. that works. So if I get into the studio one time and a producer play me a wave beat and I catch a vibe, then yeah, why not? But I'll never wake up and say, yo, I'm going to the studio today and I'm making a wave song and I'm singing. Mm. Like, 
it would just have to happen naturally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. I hear that. So, like, besides music, is there anything that else that you're kind of venturing into? Because I've had a few rappers lately, so... Billy the Kid told me once again to act in. Odd Ads told me once again to act in. Is that mm-hmm. is a lane that you might decide to, or that's not you? If the opportunity come, I'll be happy to explore it. But it's not something I'm thinking about getting mm-hmm. into acting right now. Mm-hmm. But I'll be happy to do it. Um, I've been meaning to start my podcast for like over a year now. Mm-hmm. Like I've people keep onto me about it because I previewed it. I did a little trailer and that. So I want to try and bring that to life. I think this year as well. I'll personally say do it because what what is happening is everyone say it's a saturated sort of spot where everyone's doing podcasts. But if you think about it, it's a lot of us older heads mm. who are doing podcasts. No one you guys age group is kind of doing it. That's been yeah, the yeah. scene. So I think it would pop off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, what, what's it called by the way? You got tea house, tea house, the tea house. Okay. Not, take, not going away from that, eh? No, it's the tea, it's the tea house. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So, is that something that you're definitely going to be doing? Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. I was, I was, going, I was meant to do it, like, when was, it, when was I going to do it? Last year? No, not last year. The year before. Yeah. 2020. So, any last words that you got for your fans, for people listening, for people who didn't know you? Do you think you got everything you need to get out? Anything you want them to know about RV? I would just say just to lock in and tune in. Like, I'm coming... Music, I'm coming viral, podcast, YouTube, whatever. And yeah, man. And just don't take don't take things too seriously. You know what I'm saying? And like, make sure that you're in the real world because mm. the internet is the internet. And I feel like a lot of people are just on the internet. Mm. And literally, that's it. And the internet is, it's draining, it's draining life, real life. You know what I'm saying? People more put more energy to things on the internet than they do in their real life and you know what i think it's going to get worse this, this whole metaverse thing they've got going people are just going to be tapped into that but let's see how that happens man but guys that was the big ego podcast and that was rv for the best of